Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Mother-in-Law Suite. And once again, we are accompanied by a good, good friend from way back in the day. Tommy is joining us once again, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, Thomas? I am absolutely wonderful, Timmy boy. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so what, what, what have you, uh, what have, what's been going on, man, since the last time we talked? You told us many, uh, many a story of your work, and uh, yeah, it has, is, is everything going well? Uh, has work been well? Has has <laughs> life been good? How how is uh, life's been good? Work's been well. The only change at work is I had a uh, a new shift assignment. I went from being day shift in one zone to being midnight shift in another zone. How are you adapting to your new zone? Uh, I'm adapting to the zone pretty well. Um, it's not as crazy as the other one. Which yeah. Is like, it has its like positives and negatives. Um, but as for like adapting to working the midnight shift, I think everyone will agree that his worked midnights, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Um, you know, it's pretty dark, and I, I feel like like seeing is pretty important for your line of work. Yeah so you know <laughs> oh yeah but either way yeah i keep um, uh two flashlights on me just in case <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so uh how are your cats doing bro the cats are doing great um stevie like ever since um because ever since his adoption i didn't meet him immediately after his adoption kind of shortly after but he's mm-hmm. really um been coming out of his shell quite a lot um he's a lot more uh interested in like interacting with people now he used to be absolutely terrified of people and he would hide under the sofa every chance he got but uh now he's like out and about all the time it was because of me i broke him out of his shell (laughs) or i came up there and i sat down next to that cat i said this is my cat bro yeah he's he's a sweetheart yeah the absolute homie I had a good time whenever I came up there. Yeah, man, um, it was great. I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast, but I went up and saw saw Mister Mister Tommy here, Mister Tom, the 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 homie. Went up there. We went. We uh, what did we do? We went. We went shooting. We went to the range. Yeah, we went to the range. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. We also got really drunk the night before. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was crazy. There was this, it, that was insane. I've never seen it. There was this like bar, and there was like, there was like a chance you didn't have to pay for your drink, like a fifty percent chance you have, didn't have to pay for your oh, drink. Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever fl- you ordered it, flip your ship. They they flip yeah. a giant coin, and <laughs> whether you whether you pick heads or tails, um, if they if it flips on, let's just say you call heads, and it flips to heads, then your drink is free. Yeah. It's insane. It was insane. Yeah, Got... I don't think I paid for a single drink that night. It was pretty good. No, I paid for like two, unfortunately, but that's okay. Uh, it was still fun. Yeah. Got four in me. Yeah. <laughs> and the drinks are strong, so four. Oh yeah, and they're like pouring it out. Yeah. Six or seven. Heavy hands. <laughs> but um. So uh, with your new route, like, do, do you? are you driving a lot or are you like kind of waiting? Are you watching things? Are you like, um, not, not cut, cut, Yes and no. Um, like I, I mean, go... is there like a lot of traffic out late like that or no, not? Like, no, it, it, the traffic's definitely calming down by the time I come out. Um, I come in at nine. Um, yeah. so yeah, it, it's definitely calming down. People are like heading home. Um, so, and typically when I'm out at night, like the roads are like clear and mm-hmm. empty. So if I need to run light, lights and sirens, I, I essentially don't have to worry about having people in the way. Nice. Oh yeah. It's great. <laughs> have you had any min- like, Oh shit moments on this new shift? Um, kind of, kind of. I had one that was, um, like one of those, Oh crap. Am I about to fight this person moment? Oh um, my god. Yeah. So there's this lady who um she's homeless and she kind of lives in the area of this one kind of big street. Yeah. And um 
she I in my previous interactions with her she's she's been kind of chill um, but recently I don't know like her her behaviors become more aggressive um, so in this most recent incident um, she was sleeping in, out in front of a uh, like a pet hospital pet hospital called and said hey like we don't want her trespass but can you like ask her to leave for us please um, she's just like <laughs> sleeping in front of the front door so I got there I got there and I make contact with her and I say you know hey ma'am I'm sorry to wake you up I'm off with the blah 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 department and um she immediately starts freaking out and yelling at me um mm. <laughs> like screaming bloody murder at me um like flailing around and I'm, I'm like oh crap i'm just gonna like take a step back um and i get up on the radio and i essentially say like hey i'm here i'm here with her like she's present currently i'm with her um can I get like back up in route to me routine just because she seems a little combative potentially? Um, she starts screaming, saying, "What? Are you you gonna Baker act me? Are you gonna take me to jail?" I'm like, uh, "No, at no point have I said anything about that. Um, you know, I don't even think you you even need that. Like, they're just all I'm here for is ask just to ask you to leave. That's it." Um, and then she takes a, a bottle of what I believe to be piss because it was like a halfway full water bottle with like a dark yellow liquid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she throws it like in my direction. But because it's like a half full bottle, like it doesn't throw straight. It kind of like yeah. wiggles around in the air a little bit and it kind of flings off to my side. Um, but yeah, no, when she threw that at me, I was like, oh crap, is that coming towards me? Um, and for a second it was, and I was like, great, now I'm going to have to, you know, go hands on with this lady, um, and take her to jail. Um, thankfully it didn't hit me, but from all the commotion she was starting, um, Florida highway patrol happened to be like across the street, working a different detail, like across like yeah. a big, like four lane highway with a, you know, a divided grass median with a ditch. They heard her from across this roadway screaming bloody murder and they came over and they saw me and they're like, oh, uh, you you good? I'm like, yeah, we're just trying to get her to leave. <laughs> and uh, I canceled my backup and FHP just kind of stood by for a moment. But no, I was nice. I was I was definitely afraid I was going to have to go hands on with her. Like if that bottle would have touched me. Um, yeah, that would have been gross, bro. Cause I'm not going to take somebody throwing a piss bottle at me. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh But yeah, no. It's it's been weird especially because over the past few weeks like her her See, big... that's she she technically threw it at you but it but it didn't hit. So like yeah. I mean, it's pretty I mean, pretty merciful, merciful. <laughs> it could have I could have articulated as being like assault um which is like a th yeah. almost think of it like as a threat. Um so I mean she's just a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean piss at you. But the thing almost. is like just... it, it's it's generally pretty hard for um officers to say that like for officers to be the victim of assault when we're working yeah. because people say you know f you i'm gonna punch you in the face i'm gonna come home and kill your wife and all that stuff people say that to us all the time and they can get they can get away mm -hmm. with it because just because we're a public servant but if somebody says it to somebody else on the street then it, it constitutes assault and that's a crime but when it happens on us it's not a crime it's kind of stupid i mean it can be what? it I mean, can be a crime it's just it's 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 harder it doesn't get as prosecuted as hard, I don't think. Interesting. Have there been scenarios, like, recently where they you've had or anybody that you've known have have had to like file against assault against a individual? Yeah, um, there. I know of a few cases where like, um, when we know. <laughs> that um, probable cause exists for it, like for arrest for it, then mm -hmm. like it's kind of very obvious. Like if, if someone's like making very, very specific threats, like I know this one officer where uh, the guy he was arresting made very, very specific threats to him uh, about harming his family. Um, and, and at that point, like, yeah, we can, we can throw that charge on there. Um, I mean, if he's like throwing out names and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, like, de it depends then, on of that. Of course. 
because um, if someone's just kind of being a butthead and saying, you know, like, I'll kill, I'll get, I'll kill your dog, you yeah, know, I'll do it, like, I'll kill you know, your mom, like, if you took these cuffs off, me. you know, it, the yeah, situation would be I mean, different. I'm like, well, it, it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> so the cuffs were off before, but now they're on, and you didn't, you yeah. didn't do anything. So. God, man, that sucks. Yeah. I, I, but, you know, oh, like, ever since you started working this job, like, have you noticed, like, any effects of, like, the job, like, any wear and tear from the job or, like, like physically or mentally from, like, the stress level or the physical demand of it or, like, the mental capacity it requires? Not really. Day to day? Have you, like, noticed any wear and tear or effects? Not really, like, um, emotionally, physically, or mentally. It's more so, um, like, obviously, like, working midnights just kind of sucks on your body. That happens for, mm -hmm. like, anybody working any midnight shift in any job. The mm -hmm. only thing is, like, um, it can be hard to find things to eat. <laughs> so I'll, I'll find myself, like, kind of hungry throughout work if I, if I forget to pack myself, like, lunch or dinner. Um essentially my options are limited to like Whataburger. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can't have Whataburger every night, you know? Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> um, it's a, I mean, so you haven't noticed like a mental shift at all, like, and like even just like mood or like not, not even mood, just like maybe humor or anything. Um, honestly, like my humor is probably the same. I know people say that, cop humor is very like dark and twisted and crude um but i feel that's kind of how it was beforehand like i feel like it kind of <laughs> has to be as well anyways like i mean if you're surrounded by like grim things all the time you got to make light of a situation and people normally tend to joke about what's in front of them yeah um now that i think about it like there's actually kind of one thing um it comes to like like level of seriousness of things um mm -hmm just because I'm exposed to so much craziness um, mm -hmm. when when I deal with people not deal when I when I work with people who um, let's just say like for them it may be an emergency but for anyone else it's not an emergency <laughs> especially for me like let's just say someone has a flat tire and they're like on the side of the road like hysterically crying i'm like why are you crying like you know get, yeah get your tire iron out get your spare tire out and change your tire like fix your problem um that, i that's, mean there's things like that yeah for sure but that's one thing that the job has kind of done to me where i'm like you know it, it's like why are we getting so like emotional or heated about something when the, but there's the been like a minor perspective problem, change yeah there's been a perspective change like the solution to the problem is to just fix it like yeah it, i mean it's just made you more uh what's the word not steadfast but like um tenacious yeah maybe maybe it, it's yeah like um yeah simple things like either te like uh tenacious or vigilance yeah like, um, like I mean, it's made you vigilant so you work through your problems yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of work through your own problems. It's it probably has to do with just the fact that whenever the police are called, like it's somebody's like kind of personal problem, um, and I just deal with personal problems all all the time at work. And it's not your problems, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It like, sounds horrible to be honest. Yeah, you know, it's, like <laughs> a, a it's a profession of dealing with other people's problems. Yeah, <laughs> and, literally. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there, there are definitely times when it's like, you know, calling the police is 100% warranted, but like yeah, just because sure. the guy across the street flipped you off because you, you know, are playing your music too loud, like just because he flipped you off and made you upset doesn't mean that I need to go talk to him. Like, yeah, fuck, true. Just, just grow a pair and turn your music down or like go talk to him like a fucking man, you know? Yeah. Dang, stuff like man. that. I mean, I could imagine it. It, it is. It is a, a like. I, I I would be shocked if there was no mental shift at all. Um, 
from a from a, a career as this such as this you know yeah it i mean just based off some of the stories that you've seen or experienced it's kind of like it is definitely like oh man you know it, like even just the the realization of like how quickly or how delicate life is in general yeah like yeah that's another i don't thing. know like um loss of life for me has become kind of kind of numb almost like uh it, it it's it's difficult because, i know like, what you mean i know um, what you mean it's i mean it's like death is a scary thing until it kind of happens and then i think it's like uh like a human thing if that makes sense because like you're you're scared to death until a few people die and then like after a few people die you kind of get used to it if that makes sense yeah i think it's like the subject of just getting old and seeing your parents and your grandparents and then everybody like kind of slowly go off right and depending on what kind of line of profession you're in you might reach that quota a bit early if that makes sense right yeah no i um get that numb i you know I, i interact with dead people all the time um yeah for sure and you know it makes i have to sometimes remind myself that like oh the the person that's on scene here crying is like the mother of this deceased person or like maybe the the parent of the deceased excuse me child of the deceased person stuff like that like i have to remind myself like they're they're emotional well, yeah for, for sure reason. i could imagine like especially like for you it's just another like yeah it's like oh okay this jane person, doe number four today this, right. yeah, it's like uh, yeah this person was alive like an hour ago but you know now they're dead and like there's nothing that can be done about it so like why get emotional over it but like that's just you know essentially like someone who's like, i mean yeah well that's also job. like the thing is is like there's a difference between like being numb to like the dead it, like i feel like that's a blanket term i feel like you're numb to like random people like being dead I, like i don't think you would just be numb if your like mom died <laughs> if that makes sense yeah you know? absolutely like i mean for sure it's but it's like it's an interesting thing i guess because i mean like ultimately you just don't know these people so you don't have any attachment to them so you can just write it off like that yeah and you, know, you kind of got to do that because you can't get too attached to these. If you did, oh, for you sure. would go absolutely insane. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think, like, I could deal with, like, the scenes if nobody's there. I think if there was, like, uh, like, if I was, like, a first responder or something. But, like, if there's, like, a mother wailing on the scene or something like that. That can make it difficult. Or morning, bro. I cannot. I would not. And uh, uh-uh. ever since they added the like new voice lines and ready or not, and like the new people like dying and their new dying like that sounds yeah. audio clips, it like makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I hate it. Oh, it's yeah. horrible. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. There, this one chick tried to stab me yesterday when I was playing, and I shot her like in the chest and throat, and she was like laying there, like I'm like, what are you? I'm like, jeez, like chill, lady. I'm like, my god. People don't expect that uh, getting shot is not not a still not a you know easy death. It's not a quick death. It's not fun. No, you're gonna sit there. For probably like two minutes and bleed out, <laughs> suffocate, and probably drown a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we actually had a case here where a guy was shot in the face, and I, last time I heard, like, uh, he was still in the hospital, but um, he made it to the hospital and he survived, and I think he went into a surgery or two and he survived that, so he was, he was still alive. Um, you know, and he got shot in the face, like head on in the face. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. coffee sip oh sorry yeah no i can't believe i forgot completely yeah but that reminds me much needed one of the things (laughs) i've been doing to uh adjust to this new shift is i uh i was drinking them in the academy but i started drinking uh the bang energy drinks again Mm. those things are huge so much caffeine those things are crazy they they go they go a little crazy (laughs) 
Bro, just get pre-workout. I, I, I just sip it throughout the night. Like, I don't try and finish it before the shift. I just kind of... Two lines of pre-workout, bro. Just get, <laughs> get, uh, yeah, get a bottle of pre-workout in the console and then just do a line. Or get, like, a Coke nail, but, like, instead of eating <laughs> <laughs> some oh Coke. God. You know what I <laughs> Which, by the way, people, if you don't know, Coke nails are very real, and they're typically very, very gross. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would be really gross. Oh, yeah, man. Um, jeez, man. Thinking of all the people I met with nasty ass nails in my life. Yeah, ugh, it's gross. <laughs> um, dang, man. I've been watching like a ton of body body cam footage, and I don't understand how some like some of the stuff and people you deal with, like in general. Not, I mean, obviously not your body cam footage. <laughs> I, I'd hope not. Um, but no, like, none of mine's public. I, I was watching this one the other day. And like this guy, I don't, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast. I might have not. I don't think I would have. It's pretty upsetting, but I'll mention it to you. Um, some like this, these two cops got called to this wedding or something, and they pull up to this wedding, and this guy had just gotten back from service, right? Like, I think he said it. She said it's his first wedding back or something, is what she says in the video. Because they're coming up and she's like holding this huge do back. He's probably like two, two thirty five, two fifty, six foot three, like only muscle. Ooh. Like the dude looks like Hulk Hogan. The dude's huge, right? Yeah. Is he like the and suspect or? Well, yeah, he has, like, PTSD. Oh, that's the guy, okay. Yeah, so he's having, like, this, like, weird, like, he's drunk. It's a wedding, you know, He, he yeah. it's loud, there's people everywhere, they're shouting, now there's cops and flashlights being shined in the guy's face. Yeah. Um, She's standing in front of the guy saying, he has PTSD, he has PTSD, it's his first wedding back, he has PTSD, but as she's doing that, the cops are yelling at her shining the flashlight in the guy's face and then they like have their hands on their guns or something reaching out towards this guy or something and they like kind of push this chick and this guy into a wall almost um like it, they kind of get into this like skiffuffle with them in the center skifuffle. and there's like a circle of cops kafuffle yeah <laughs> is that the word how do i yeah it what can. did i say it can be whatever you want man i i use I those all we we use those words all the time <laughs> yeah and uh, he cocks back and rocks the 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 cop in the body cam, Ooh. like the main like the body cam you're watching, bro. And he knocks him out for thirty seconds straight. Dang! Like just one shot, literally, and it came out of nowhere. The dude like had his arm back, and then he just let it go, like it was like I don't. Have you ever seen like? one of those big springs or something it like has a marble or it's like a spring gun or something mm -hmm. and you just know if if that lets go like that thing's going oh, you yeah. know or like if that rubber band snaps that thing's flying you like just when something has that much tension behind it bro that's how quick it came out it was like a whip and it connects with this guy the cop and he passes out and uh then apparently he goes after the other two cops that were there and gets on top of one of the other ones and like starts choking him. Ooh, okay. Right. So as the third cop is there, he pulls his gun and he just shoots because he says yeah. that's two of us that this guy has gotten down. If he got me down, there's no telling what would have happened. Yeah, no. And the guy's already if someone's choking on top out a, of choking out a cop that that's that's like we're, we're talking like attempted murder. Yeah. Point. So he said I he said I could start seeing stars is what the cop said whenever the other cop got up and started walking around. Yeah, too. that's that's a deadly force situation. Yeah, 100%. either way they they shot the dude, which was just an unfortunate situation number 1. Number 2. Yeah. Um it, it's it's at a wedding sure everybody's going to be mourning, everybody's going to be upset, you know, every every like everybody knew this person here, you know. Right. Like he looked like an important individual. He wasn't the groom. But Maybe he looked like like a, uh, like a groom's men. Yeah, you know, like he looked known. So I don't know. It was insane because like they got there. She was yelling, saying like he has PTSD. 
but the cops can't really do anything about that because yeah, he's I mean, a cause of an issue. They kind of escalated it when I was watching it. They were like really they were like yelling at this guy with flashlights, hearing this chick like trying to say like, hey, chill, 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 chill. Like he needs to calm down. Like you guys are like amplifying this. They were kind of disregarding her, but it was once again a wedding and there was loud music and a bunch of people around. Yeah, when it comes to that kind of thing, my first thought about like when it, when it comes to us like uh, amplifying a situation, like let's just say the call was for him, you know, getting drunk and punching some other dude in the face. If, yeah. If we we're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, he just needs to calm down, and then he goes goes and does it again. That's on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, like, yeah, of course, like, do that. But they they it was a different kind of situation. Everybody had their hands out and they were like touching the guy. Yeah. And like flashlights in his eyes. And you could, I don't know, maybe, maybe he was just blind drunk. I mean, I wasn't there. It yeah. just based off like the, the way it played out, it just looked a bit strange to me. I feel like the outcome could have been avoided, but it was just, yeah. I can see why it was reached. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's, 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 if, if you have a, a subject that's combative, it's typically best to like put him in handcuffs as soon as possible. Oh yeah, so for sure. Maybe if they would have, you know, separated that lady from him and yeah, I feel like that was the, their, their mistake was they kept her there for so long. Yeah. They should have like told her like you have to move and then either tased him and then put the handcuffs on then they wouldn't have to kill them kill him, you know, it, they would have escalated the situation but it would have been escalated in a sense in which they could have controlled you know and it wouldn't have been escalated so far enough to where someone would have had to die you know right yeah absolutely so it's 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 a matter of control they just didn't take control of the situation early enough and it was just. An unfortunate misspelling. Yeah, and, and you know who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe them. A lot of times, the second we put hands on people and just start moving their arms towards the their back, yeah. <laughs> when we do that, just people automatically like pull away, and maybe he would have started swinging again then. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe the same thing would have played out if they attempted to handcuff him. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. Nobody knows. God. Terrifying stuff. Criminal theory. I've been watching The Sopranos. Oh yeah, organized crime in the '90s, <laughs> mafia style. You mafia know? style. Yeah, but it's it's instead of like a generic like '50s, '60s, you know, '40s, like mafia mob story. Oh yeah, this is the '90s. It's pretty good. I've, I'm enjoying it. I don't know if you ever seen The Sopranos or not. I have not. No. It's pretty funny. Well, it's funny. It's pretty good. It's about. Uh, I mean, it's it's like. You follow this guy, Anthony Soprano, through his, like, normal life with his kids and everything, right? And, um, he's basically, like, the acting, the acting boss. Like, the, you know, the Don, you know, like... The Don. He's the head. He's the acting head, at least. Except in only... Except not in name. Like, his uncle is in name, but, like, he's, like, old and sick and stuff, and he's on house arrest. So he's, like, basically acting for him. It's it's interesting. Anyways, he's, like, struggling with, like, anxiety and mental depression and, like, a, like a bunch of, like, issues, like, internally with himself and things. And he's going to, like, psychotherapy, and he's getting, like medicated and, and and just talking to a therapist and stuff and you get to see like this character <laughs> i don't know it, it's cool Sounds have like cool. these mental breaks <laughs> based off like things so he'll go in there and talk to his therapist be like hey you know uh ricky and uh uh pussy went down to the uh to the bar the other day and they they busted up a few of the scrappers down from the corner <laughs> like, you know and things got a bit ugly and pussy thought it'd be good to put a 45 in him <laughs> you know yeah like like he'll just start talking about stuff like that i mean it's not as like that that was a bit extreme but like you know <laughs> He basically talks about like that, and it's it's kind of crazy to see a therapist try to like break that down and be like, "How does that make you feel?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He's like, you know, when you called the other day, I had a guy inside beating the hell out of some man that I owes me money. You know that, right? We were threatening him with a gun, and if he didn't pay up, we were gonna kill him. 
Wait, this is said by the, uh, the doctor? No, this was said by, by, by Tony. Oh. Yeah, talking to the therapist. And then she, she was like, she was like, and how does that make you feel? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's cool. It's funny. He's like on Prozac. <laughs> Mob boss on Prozac. It's pretty cool. Wow. But, um, have you been watching anything? Playing anything? Um, watching anything? Let's see. Yeah. Um, been watching Stranger Things, um, finishing that new season that came out. Um, that last episode was like... I'm sorry if this offends you, but I think that show's mid. It's, yeah, it's, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's like, I don't know. There's times where I'm like, oh, this is really good. And there's times where I'm like, this is kind of boring, but... It's really tropey. I feel like everything oh, that absolutely. Like, comes out nowadays is super tropey. Oh, absolutely. Really annoying. That's the whole appeal of the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's really the only thing I'm watching. Um, as for like playing, uh, still playing like Ready or Not, um, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield 2042 recently. Um, it's, I've actually been enjoying it quite a bit, I gotta say. 2042? Yeah, Battlefield 2042. Yeah, I reinstalled it. I think I might have uninstalled it after <laughs> reinstalling it because it just... I was going to play it with you, but then that was when you like shit. I think that was when you're working. Right. Yeah. Day from days was, to midnight. Yeah. Yeah. That was right. I remember that was right around then. Um. um yeah. I've I been playing think, like hardcore, damn. like exclusively, in Portal, and in Portal, like it has the older maps as well, um, and it's how you can like create like custom games like very easily. Mm -hmm. Um. The Portal feature has been literally all i've been playing and it's been you know it's been a blast it's been great yeah like, if uh, i were to actually play the game that's what i would do is the portal feature oh yeah like hardcore i, I like i like hardcore in in those like triple a games like i preferred playing hardcore in call of duty um i don't know why. i think it's i did just... too and at least in modern warfare 2019 i preferred for oh hardcore. yeah absolutely um I don't know, just like that faster kill time, things things are a little bit more faster. I mean, paced. it's a good pacing. It's a better pacing. Absolutely, general. absolutely. Um, yeah, like so, you know those like quote unquote battlefield moments that is like oh, yeah. the selling point of Battlefield. So I had this yeah. one in twenty forty two where there's this, and this kind of kind ties into another thing that's not so great about the game, but it's getting kind of worked on and tweaked. Um, one of the class. One of the operator classes has a, uh, like a recon drone, essentially. Yeah. Like, um, I don't remember, it might have been called the MAV in Battlefield 4, where, like, it was essentially, the, it does the same thing. Like, it um, flies around, has a camera, you can mark enemies on the map, um, or spot them, technically, and it also has, like, a little EMP device where, like, it can destroy, like, like small deployed equipment. But I figured out that it has like a um, like a physical hitbox where it like it interacts with um, players, so it it can you can run into players and if you have a, like enough momentum, I guess you can actually move them a little bit. So one of one of the things I like to do if there's a, like a lot of snipers like up on in the hills and the mountains that are kind of annoying me. I will take my drone and I'll fly it around them and like buzz in front of their optic or like buzz around them to make like an awful noise. And they get like, you can tell like they're getting, like the players are like getting pissed the fuck off because they'll like pull out their sidearm and just kind of spam shoot in the air as I'm just kind of flying around them like a fucking fly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so getting to the little quote unquote battlefield moment here, uh, there's this guy sniping on the top of a mountain and I took the, um, and I was, I was, you know, spent like maybe 15 minutes just pissing this guy off. Um, he still like was staying in the same spot. Um, but I was able to take the drone and push him off the cliff and killed him from fall damage. Just from like pushing him off the cliff. And I like, I lost, I absolutely <laughs> lost my shit for like a good two minutes. Yeah, bro. Honestly, I mean, that was like, a. I remember, like, the first time back in Battlefield 3 when 
I put C4 on I like a fucking Jeep or something route, and like I drove it at someone. It. Like yeah, that right? was probably like one of those moments. Like oh, absolutely. Pulling us to a tank. Yeah. It felt like that. I was like, I literally thought of that. I was like, oh my god, this was just as fun as like putting C4 on a fucking. Yeah, I was watching. A, I was watching people. a video the other day of these the, these people like putting like sapper charges on a on like a motorbike on on that map in Squad. <laughs> the river in the yeah. desert you know there's like oh, the God. river that like co- comes at a 90 degree angle mm-hmm. and then you have to go over and there's like a city right whatever yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> bro, that one's crazy because you, you you can put all the the charges on the on the on the on the motorbike and then you can drive it at like m1 abrams yeah just blow everything <laughs> up yeah, just literally blew everyone up. It's insane. Uh, they, they were like, it was an, like an assault against this like compound and their entire team was in this compound and you could oh, just crap. see like every like two minutes there would be a motorcycle coming in. They're like, they're like, IEDs, IEDs, everybody get down. And then like everybody gets fucking down. Driver. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Wow. Yeah. Game's pretty good. I've been playing it quite a bit recently. I want to oh, yeah. even play it even more. Well, that's great. Have you, do you watch like any of the body cam footage? I mean, I'm assuming not. You would not want to if like that's your job. But like, um, I'll watch my own and kind of do like some self critique on some things. Um, yeah. I don't go out of my way to try and find like kind of viral body cam stuff. If it shows yeah. up in my like Instagram or TikTok feed, then I'll watch it. But I don't really kind of go out of my way to watch it. Yeah. I was just curious. I didn't know. I don't know if it was like a something you strictly avoided. Oh not. no, absolutely. I not. could see it being good, useful training material or something, maybe. Yeah, you know, like every every interaction, like you can learn something from it. So, I I'm I'm more than happy to you know watch those things and try and take something from it. Yeah. Mon Thomas, Wall Tom, man, the myth. Is there a is there is there anything else you would you would you would like to bring forth for discussion? Anything uh, you might have seen or done or stories or anything? Oh well, here's here's one story. So um, let's see. We had this guy who uh, he had a warrant for battery. Um, we get a kind of we get a tip uh, that he's in this lady's home, uh, he was invited, so he didn't, like, break in or anything like that. Um, he was... Okay. Um, she's like, hey, he, he might have a warrant. Here's his information. So I ran him. He was sound asleep. So I run him for the warrants. I confirmed the warrants um, in three different ways. So I'm like, yeah, like, for sure, this guy's wanted. So I get another officer there, and I'm like, hey, this guy's wanted for battery. Um, should just be, like, simple, easy arrest. He's actually asleep right now. So all we have to do is like go in, wake him up, and put him in handcuffs. So we wake this guy up, and he immediately starts like resisting. But I, I, the I, I, first thing I say is like, "Hey, I'm Officer Blank with Blank, you know, law enforcement agency," and um, he like, "Hey, you have a warrant for your arrest." Um, and I like start to like move his hands behind his back as he's like waking up, and he immediately starts mm-hmm. like resisting and pulling his hands away. And like, hey man, you know, stop doing that. Stop pulling away from me. You have a warrant for your arrest. You're like, I need to place you in handcuffs and all that stuff. And he's like rolling around like an alligator for like 30 seconds. Are you guys like in someone's house? Yeah, we're in this lady's house, and um, she he broke into her house. No, and no, just no. Fell asleep. No, oh, he okay. he was invited there by one of her family members, um, and she didn't, the caller didn't want him there, so. I was like, well, sure. If he's if he's wanted, then I'll be happy to take him. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it, he was also like, um, according to some of the people there, like he was drunk, and he seemed he definitely seemed drunk. Um, but you know, based on what I had, like I could have definitely given this guy a resisting charge, a resisting without violence charge. Um, mm-hmm. but like I thought about it, I'm like, mm, no, like we we woke this guy up. He is drunk. Well, yeah, that is that is literally like the reason no knocks, like our thing in the past almost. Yeah, but so like the thing is, like, um, I I did it all properly. Where like I 
I announced my myself as, you know... Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah, for sure. You didn't do anything wrong. You told the guy. Yeah, I, I, I mean, could have like... easily, like, all, all the criteria were met, all the, um, you know, the color of the law was there for me to charge this guy with resisting without, but I was like, eh. If I was drunk and in my home and then some guy, if in, even if he was wearing a uniform and, and you know, saying I'm law enforcement, you have a warrant, I would still be like, whoa, 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 what, what the hell's going on? Um, so. Yeah, I need like a solid thirty minutes before I can start comprehending anything that's <laughs> happening in the world. Yeah, so like after I wake up, I was up. just kind of like, eh, no, I'm, I'm not going to charge this guy with it. But <laughs> he went to jail for putting his hands on his girlfriend. So uh, my my number one suggestion I, here I, to the listeners is uh, don't put your hands on people, especially if you're in a uh, dating or a domestic relationship, because then yeah, that sounds like a pretty then it's a advice, To be honest, <laughs> yeah, right. People, people don't understand that, like, um, so domestic violence in Florida, um, even if the victim doesn't want to, typically, like, if it's a battery, like, let's just say two guys in a club, you know, they throw hands, and, the, like, the quote-unquote victim is, he's like, no, nah, I don't want to press charges, I don't care about it, I don't care about it, I don't want to press charges, like, we, we, we can just be like, okay, well, it, you know, if y'all are good, then, like, we're not going to report it as a battery, we'll just, you know, say something happened, like, this happened, and, you know, there's no charges are being filed right now here's a case number if you change your mind just give us a call reference the case number and we can actually investigate it if you want but in domestic cases and domestic violence cases in florida um, we are required by law to investigate it um, and if we develop probable cause to arrest somebody um, then we we shall take them to jail by law um, even if it's both of them if, even if it's both parties involved um we develop probable cause for arrest for a domestic violence then we, t we take both people to jail um interesting so it, it's it's always interesting like it's it's the stereotypical i'm not i'm not saying that um you know men can't be battered but like i haven't come across that situation yet maybe i will um but it's it's always like um it, it, it's it's awful in my opinion that um like like a serious battery will occur or like domestic battery by strangulation, like yeah, your your boyfriend that you live with literally just he threw you against a wall as he was trying to choke you out, and then the victim will not want to press charges. Yeah, I'm like, and yeah, I'm like I don't get that. She'll but... she'll freak out when we put him in handcuffs and take him to the jail when we develop probable cause, and she's like, but but I didn't want to prosecute. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Um. You know, he's a danger to you. Yeah, because you live with him. Like, if in public, like, no, like, yeah. It's just weird when it. I don't know. This is another thing where I'm like, my my solution finding brain now is like, why are we, why are we getting upset when like, you know, this person did this this awful thing to you? Like, why are you getting upset over it? Like, he straight up deserves to go to jail. So I don't know. This is one thing that, like, I don't know if I'll ever understand, but you know, I have to be sympathetic to it. Um, just because you know, even if they don't want to be a victim, like they are still legally considered a victim. So I'm, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna treat them with the utmost respect. You know, I always like try and explain to them, like, well, you know, in Florida statute, it's required by law since this is a domestic and or and or a dating violence relationship. Um, that's required by law that if we develop probable cause that somebody's got to go to jail um if we don't develop probable cause then nobody goes to jail but you know when we get it we have it and you know yeah. it's required bro that's insane yeah and, it, yeah and they're always like well, well what if i what if i just recant my statement i'm like you can't <laughs> it's all on body camera <laughs> Like you, you can't. You I mean, can't. it's really good to have because I mean, like if, like you said, if you just leave them and they're like, they look fine, and then you leave, and then they just go back to being crazy after you're gone and end up killing someone. Like, yeah, and that's and this is the thing. Like, the issue is he'll get out of like he or she, whoever the suspect is, the arrestee, they will get out of jail, and then the two of them will get usually back it's together. because they're drunk. So you're holding only holding them until they're sober, right? Not necessarily, like, um, honestly, probably majority of them, the people aren't intoxicated. Um, it's, the issue is, right, like, but... they, they will get back together. 
Um, oh, like, well. That's just because, like, that's just unhealthy relationships in general. Exactly, man. Yeah. And and (laughs) we'll hear things like, oh, he he only gets physical. He only punches me when he has a bad day at work. Well, it's like, okay, he has a bad day at work multiple times a week. Like, do you not see the problem here? And, you know, I'll I'll try and talk to people. Like, I'll I'll say, like, here, uh, I got to stay in uniform, obviously, but, like, Theoretically, I'm taking my badge off here. I'm talking to you person to person. Yeah. This person has battered you. You you are currently in a relationship with them. They have a history of doing it. They will probably continue to do it again. If you don't try and get yourself out of here, this is going to continue and you may get seriously hurt. Um, and I, I try, try my best to explain that to people like as you know, person to person, heart to heart try try and get out and, and there's been there's been like one or two times where the victim like genuinely has um, yeah just because we don't get continued calls um but you know there are other times where it's just kind of like it, it's it, it's continuous and we can't do anything about it exactly dang man bro it sucks it's a horrible thing i wish like I feel like if the school system was a bit better, we'd be able to like um help these kids that that weren't necessarily fortunate enough to to receive like teachings when they were young about the like respect for oneself and like others and everything. Others, yeah. You know? Because like in school, like it's really early developmental issues, but like there's like a, it it like preschool and stuff like that costs so much money that like some people can't do it so then there's right. like kids that have to stay at home or people who have to stay home and work and then like <laughs> i don't know really where i'm going with this but i'm just saying like yeah the, the education system it, definitely feeds into it, the criminal justice it, it, system yeah it sure. favors the middle and upper class if you're low class good luck trying to make any school system and then your your kid's gonna have issues because you like me because you aren't gonna be able to support them but then they're going to go to school but the school system is gonna fail them too so society's gonna fail them entirely it just sucks but it is what it is you know yeah and even then god they're they're um since since lex works in child early development for child care mm -hmm. um you know where where she works currently it's in a kind of a a more bougie area let's just say and um and even where she worked before, like, uh, some some kids, she'll just say, are like, like this person's gonna end up in prison probably just because, or this kid's gonna end up in prison just because they they can't control their behavior at all. Um, well, because the parents haven't figured it out. I mean, sure, I'm sure some kids have certain things, and definitely kids respond to different things. That's why, like, um, I mean, so, some kids respond to like positive reinforcement while others respond best to like a scolding yeah, like criti- critical you know? reinforcement stuff like that yeah yeah and... so you know it's it's things like that the reason i even mentioned it is like like these people are going out and making these un- unconscious decisions because they they weren't taught the basic skills of like like be a decent common person. sense being able to analyze situations being able to critically think they lack critical thinking skills oh, yeah. because <laughs> their parents lacked education right. so like once we figure out an education issue and people actually start becoming educated correctly and not 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 necessarily because of like book smarts and smarts itself but like just educated in general as a person yeah like I, I think whenever we go to school, we focus too much on like school and knowledge and like books and, and math and like just, I don't know, th- stuff like that. But we don't like do any like critical thinking exercises. We don't do any like real life applications of anything. Like we have like word problems, math problems, and then papers that we have to do. There's like a uniform that we have to follow. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it gives kids the wrong message. Yeah. <laughs> So they grow up thinking that they're just going to be screwed in this weird prison system of America. <laughs> yeah, there definitely needs to be systematic change. I feel like I feel like school relates closer to like prison than it does like Absolutely. working class America. Does that make Absolutely. sense? Absolutely. Yeah, you're literally f- you're you're it's it's compulsory. You're forced to be there. 
Yeah, you have to be there, and if you don't want to be there, or express your dis like just want to be there. You are only critically, like not assaulted, but critically like scolded, like yeah. and 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 denied. Like you have to be there. It, it, like it, it it is a necessity for you to be here. Like, it, <laughs> and if you want to do anything else, your opinion is invalid because you are a kid, and I am telling you what to do. So. And what does that teach you? That teaches people that, like, whenever they're older, that they just get to tell people what to do, like, <laughs> especially kids. And then that it just leads into this thing of everybody telling these kids what to do and then them not being able to figure out, hey, I'm a human. I'm an individual. I'm a person. It gives kids, like, identity, identity crises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, whatever. Even look at, like, how, how schools are built. Like, like they look like low security prisons. They literally are, bro. Yeah. It's weird. Here's you a, can't uh, wear hats in school. Yeah, you can't. It's yeah. I, I think it's ridiculous. I think I think kids like students, especially, don't have enough rights. I feel like students and kids should have more rights. What they do, I think that's the issue. Like to be honest, like a, one of the bigger issues is because students are viewed as like these children but children aren't viewed as people they're viewed as like kids yeah so opinions don't matter they don't like you know um we're only supposed to teach them if they aren't wanting to learn that's their fault no <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't know bro i don't know i could go on about that forever but uh, i right. i that's uh here's a that's uh, some... here's another kind of systemic issue in the united states um about mental health options so oh, for sure uh, it's like suicide prevention or like that's it uh, i'm talking kind of like crazy people like um well yeah i'm just talking about pre like prevention we don't have any yes yeah, like, so it's like it's like literally suicide prevention and there's no build-up yeah well, well so <clears throat> many if not most of the uh the homeless population i deal with they mm -hmm. are unable to function the reason they are homeless is because they are unable to function in normal society they are unable to hold a job they are unable to hold a home they are unable to form meaningful relationships with other functioning members of society they're unable to do these things and they end up homeless and their their psychosis um manifests physically into this real world through their actions and it can get them seriously hurt or killed uh mm -hmm. there's an instance that i know of where a a man who has extensive history of mental health issues um i, I don't know them exactly but I, you know they all they all seem to you know kind of fall into the the paranoid schizophrenia um category yeah. um this he I, from my understanding of this incident he thought people were chasing him trying to kill him and he was known for hanging out near the street and he would try and hop in people's cars essentially because he thought that people were chasing him trying to kill him which absolutely was not happening um but in his head it was completely real he ended up yeah. hopping in the wrong person's car and got shot and killed mm -hmm. so you know it, the the lack of you know, long-term mental health care for the people that need it. it at, at this point, I, I'm just utterly disgusted with... Oh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. That's our, what I'm talking about. Our, like, with our lack like of care. There's, there's no options for, for beginner health care other than, like, the suicide prevention hotline, like, for the most part, like, unless you have, like, like at least for free... <laughs> yeah, like, for, and like when it comes it's, it's to... It's, like, um, only, only at the climax, like can you get help is what it's saying it's so weird i yeah yeah the um it, it and a lot of it has to do with like uh, some of these people they, they don't see themselves as being crazy and so yeah they, they can get they can voluntarily get help if they want to but the thing is they don't want to so what what do you do then um so obviously it's you it's, don't you just kind of put them somewhere and let them do them yeah so the, the the solution the current solution is to just let them live on the street let them live in their own filth and let them just die and get killed and don't care about them you know like they're uh, 
There needs I mean, to be if, something if you done. want to help them and they're refusing your help, they obviously want to do that. So why stop them? Let them do what they want to do. If they like give them options, make sure the options are known, of course. You yeah. know, yeah. But, you know, but at, like, at what point do you draw the line of saying that, that this person like that, that gentleman that was that was uh, killed, like uh, that was essentially inevitable. That he would have gotten. Well, I mean, yeah, but there's there's different things and different ways you can do things like that too. Like, I, I at least I feel, you know, like, um, if we took all the homeless people, like we know that there's people in society. I I think it's like this issue, right? I, I feel like it, I'm gonna go on a tangent. And I don't know if I'm gonna be able to retain it very well. Plus, I don't have very long left for my crisp uh time, but I will try to make it quick. Um, I feel like the stigma, at least with like understanding like homeless people like as you said a lot the, the staggering rate of like um mental illness is rising so incredibly and even like the guy himself him dying in that situation like we know it's going to happen we know these homeless people are going to exist why don't we just come up with a place that we can like not necessarily like ship them to i'm not trying to like load homeless people up to a paddy wagon and send them out but like like literally make like a resort or like apartment buildings or something and send them out to this one specific designated area to where they can just be where they are. And it's like this entire area, a grocery store, everything is like government funded. And then boom, they're stripped from society. Working America is providing for these people that, that can't do anything. We don't have to worry about like killing them or them dying or, or, or them affecting society in a negative way. They, they're just living their lives in a positive way out <laughs> by themselves does that, yeah. does that make sense yeah yeah no like, like the you know the, like it's a designated home. area for like homeless people i feel like I feel, isn't it sweden that did that they just like oh, got rid of homeless people they were like oh if you're homeless come here we'll get you a house like yeah um it was literally that i'm pretty i'm pretty sure like there's no homeless people and like there's this one european country that just removed them they just gave them houses and stuff <laughs> wow yeah, so yeah, the the guy that you know he wants he just wants to be homeless for the principle of it. Like he's not crazy. He just wants to live in the woods. Like that's totally fine. Yeah, bro. But you literally know, do people, it. There's the nothing wrong with that. The people that have severe mental illness that are unable to care for themselves, like there there needs oh, to yeah, be something. Sure. You know, not not saying like you know like an asylum, but like some kind of long term mental health care for oh them. yeah oh definitely for sure i'm not i'm not trying to take the statement away from that yeah. at all but i'm just saying like if they're already gotten to that point or something like if they're already that ill keep them like if you strip them from society the people that think he's different would be gone you know like does that make sense yeah like he wouldn't be around the people who would be a threat to him because if, he, if he's inherently not a threat like you can be crazy and not a threat to anybody. Oh yeah, it's not illegal to be and crazy. Absolutely not. Yeah. So so like. Yeah. It's he, just, there's some gray area between like you being a threat to yourself and other people, like kind of over time. Yeah. Exactly. And we can't do anything about it. <sighs> All right, Tommy. All right, Thomas. Do you have a Do you have a Spotify recommended for me? Ooh, yes, I think so. Here, let me. Let me it up here um okay um yeah oh actually i i sent i sent this to you uh i'm gonna say shivering by elenium i believe featuring okay. spirit box yes it, it goes I into like some like edm stuff but also yeah, it was really cool spirit box which is just banging all the time so yeah, they're really good. That would that would be my recommended. Yeah, good recommended, Al. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, you want to recommend another? Um, here here's another one. Um, uh, Flashbang by Avoid. It's another right. another kind of heavier rock song. It's pretty good. Nice, nice. Alright, my first recommended for me for me is gonna be uh Really Doe by Danny Brown and Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. Very good song, very fun. And then Isa Isaiah Rashad. We're gonna That's recommend a uh, song off the Sun's Trade. And I want to remember which one it was. 
but uh, I think it's a lot. A lot. Yeah. Uh, what was that? <laughs> a lot by uh, Twenty One Savage. Is that one of his songs? No. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Yeah, I know which song you're thinking of. <laughs> this is this is that's not the one. I think. Hold on. Uh. Twenty one. Actually, I'm a. I'm gonna recommend uh, uh, Double A by Isaiah Rashad instead. Double A. Yeah. But nice. all right, all right. I guess that's it. I I, I appreciate you coming back on, Tommy. The stories are never disappoint. Uh, yeah, man. Maybe a bit more serious episode. <laughs> yeah. We talked about some serious, ser- more serious so topics than I normally do, but that's okay. You know. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, things are there. We got to talk about them. So. <laughs> yeah. If problems exist, we have to come together as a society and try and fix yeah, them. Yeah, literally just talk. Communication is key. <laughs> yep. So. Oh, yeah. Better not censor anything because we got to talk about it. <laughs> but you know how it is. Either way, uh, Thank you once again for yeah. uh, coming on hi- coming on here, uh, Thomas. Always a pleasure. Uh, uh, but uh, to the audience, uh, get out. Leave. It's time. It's time for you to to get on out of here. Leave Skidoodle. Goodbye. I'm yeah. I'm staying here and I am shutting the door. You guys are getting the boot. Yeah, the big Tim, old boot. Tim saying y'all are trespassed. So if you stay here, I'm gonna take you to jail myself. Yeah, also uh, on your on your way out remember remember Thursdays thir- Thursday nights uh, 6 to 7 Eastern uh, Standard Time p.m. 7 p.m. until about like 12 a.m. noon or not noon midnight <laughs> I didn't say noon um, I, I am streaming on twitch.tv forward slash Bob the potato that is twitch.tv forward slash B-O-B T-H-E-P-R-O-T-A-T-O and we are uh, streaming the Disciples of O every Thursday 6 to 7 Eastern Standard Time uh, we're gaming get over there come check us out it's fun I'm having fun I have some friends the, the homies from the 4 year information podcast are over there very fun very cool very neat definitely check it out uh, yeah, now get out. Goodbye. Adios. Au revoir. Uh, Avidasen. Uh, Idian Ahoy. <laughs>